0: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Girl That Scariest Jazz 40 Ounce Connoisseur and Miss Cat Daddy. A life is always doing a thing. Listen, I am in a permanent Mr. Krabs filter. Hi. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're having a great time. We are back mm-hmm. to talk about um, one of Lord. the best franchises that I enjoyed as a child because this iconic horror figure scared the shit out of me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like what I tell you that as a grown up, I will not say this man's name in the mirror. We ain't said it yet. Nope, not at all. You know. Well, we ain't said it on this recording. On this recording, because this is take two. Remember <laughs> Lovecraft Country? <laughs> all right, now we're back. I'm take screwing. two of the first half. Uh, so the second half is an actual first, first, first off, first I'm off. I'm fucking yelling. Uh, you hilarious. You know, but Y'all we're here again. <laughs> But yes y'all, we are talking about the Sugarman franchise. And if you do not know who Sugar Man is or if you've never heard us refer to a entity or a fictional character as Sugarman, I'm going to say it this one time and I'm going to have to stop because I keep I cannot stop saying it. Like it just they're going to beat my ass. Um this is the Candyman franchise. So we will be discussing all three movies. Um <clears throat> excuse me, beginning in 1992 and then we'll also be discussing um, the 2020, which came out in 2020, but really came out to us, really in the streets, 2021, um, film that was directed by Nia DaCosta. Um, and why y'all need to put some respect on her name? Literally. I'm tired. I'm tired. Because if I see one more person on these internet streets talking about Jordan Peele's fucking insert name here, and I'm like, girl, I know it was made in a Monkey Paul house. I know, you know, he didn't wrote some words, and not to diminish what he has going on, but can we respect... The person that actually made it, like, who directed the shit, can we, can we, can we, you know, give her her kudos, too? Can we? First. Because they be doing it for a lot of the other directors. Y'all give them their kudos first. Don't play her. You know, I don't want to let the kente cloth slide on my head. But it's here. It's, it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Stop playing with Nia Da okay? I just see the pyramids rising in the background. Aggressively. I'm in the desert. Okay. We're out of control. But Woo! We're talking about that series. Uh, respect the 2021 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this 1992 version was directed by Bernard Rose. Okay. Now, before we get into it, let's do a quick little overview. Okay. Moon we'll Palka Prize. Okay. And then we can get into it. Because once we do the overview for the overall general series, pretty much, because it yeah. follows the same kind of iconic horror figure, that's it. You just need to watch all the movies. I recommend watching all the movies at least once. I, there are worse sequels. Yes, because uh, as we are back in the Clive Barker realm, and mm-hmm. you were just sitting with us last week, there are worse sequels. Let me tell okay. you, those those are sequels, some of them can go straight to hell, truly, and not the best parts where they're having all the BDSM popping outfits. Like oh, that's the cute. I like parts. that. This, well, now somebody be like, "Hey, well, those parts weren't bad. Like people's faces were getting ripped off." Yes, but the even worse parts were the cop parts. But. Ugh. You can hear our, our opinion on that episode, but <laughs> um, I do want to give the score real quick. I mean, also, Bernard Rose, The dark Frankenstein 2015, i seen that. I I'm still looking at the ground because there was a Frankenstein movie that came out in 2015. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was. It, hey, hey, shout yeah. out to that man. I ain't seen it. And I feel like I saw the reviews and they were like, yeah, they like that movie. And I was like, huh. Okay, well, I'm okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> like, if you've seen this, anyone that's not jazz, I would love to let, me, let us know, y'all, in the comments. Yes, because I More don't comments. really... Mm, but this urban legend, mm-hmm. this man, black man born to slaves, mm-hmm. he grew up with some money, and he you know, was paying people and stuff, and one of the bad worst things you could commit as a black man in the 1800s is get a white woman pregnant? Frolicking with white people, especially white women. You not even. Pull, you better, better even don't the write in the look face. at the ground. You... Calm up, boy. <laughs> Literally, I was triggered. God damn, I was like, Ugh. yeah, because that did happen. Someone was called boy in movie three. Um, the the black cop and and mm-hmm. I made that. I put a note in that my notes about that. I was really stressed. I did like that he punched the white cop that called him boy in the face, and I was like, I love this boy, you. and you got to shoot that. Boy. In the back. You got to shoot them in the back. I was really excited about that. I just edited myself in real time. I'm really excited about that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. But that's all right. Okay. So check out all the movies. Um, the first one is, you gotta rent it. Buy it, honestly. Pay for it. It's worth the money. Yep. It's iconic. It's terrifying. Oh, so ugly. Because all of these movies were just on Tubi for free. Literally, like, in the last couple months. And that ain't not. Nope. Bad, you gotta get on it, you gotta get it one time. Damn, damn, damn. Um, But this man, he gets pretty much lynched, but in Mm -hmm. a very graphic way. Because lynching is not just hanging, it's a lot of other stuff that you know they do to mutilate and humiliate people of color, uh, black men specifically. So, because they found out. They whooped his ass, sawed off his fucking artist hand, put a hook on that bitch. Which who the fuck even does that? And like, what like, kind of I'm trying to make my pirate like sick motherfuckers? Like, what is wrong with you? How, who even drum up drums up the kind of ideas? I be thinking about that Where shit you get all the time. The hook like, from? you just woke up and said, "Day, I got it." How can I outdo myself last week? Aha! I got it. The real villains. Well, the hook is there. White supremacy. Wow. And they smothering with honey from a honey beehive that's close and the bees sting him to death and he's all mutilated and shit and there's a mirror but there's not a mirror there's stuff, it's urban legend, we don't know it's, uh, it changes a little bit but anyway, he slides um, to the afterlife unfortunately because he's dead and they burn him oh. and then, you know he's a ghost now You've you made, made a poltergeist a spectacle. just disrespected him yeah. I'm sick fuck those people I'm sick um uh, and like shit like that happened, like the shit like that happened, like they did worse. If you ever been to the Black Wax Museum, uh, there's a, literally a statue of a woman. Trigger warning. Uh, she's like the wax figure is hanging with her stomach torn open, and the baby mm. pulled out. Mm-hmm. Like that is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's not make believe. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm sorry, I got triggered. I am sorry, but I just need people to understand that this is not. No fantasy shit. It no. is on this movie screen, but this is very close. to The only thing that's not, <laughs> that, that's paranormal is this motherfucker decided, oh, I'm going to come back as a Postal guys motherfucker. Outside of that, well, <laughs> that might, I well, know. there's ghosts. Well. Uh,
1: so no. yeah, that, yeah, it
0: follows that and how that person is summoned and what happens when you summon that person. So check it out. And oh. how urban legends spread. Like, we'd done an episode before on um, films revolving kind of like urban legends. We chatt- did we chat on that? I think we did. If not, we, fought, we-, we did talk about the urban legend series. We did. did. We did. Oh, we talked about the series. We didn't talk about urban legends because that's on the <clears throat> Um, uh, But we have, like, briefly, you know, touched on the topic in general. Um, you know, uh, Jazz and I had chatted before, like, about how she was like, I ain't never called that nigga in the mirror before. And I was like, you know, I was too pussy to do no stuff like that. Like people was, you know, calling that BM girl. <clears throat> no, thank you. And you know that take three times. And when they would call her in the mirror, I'd be like, mm, girl, I'm gone. Just like Shorty Lowe in this movie was like, mm, no, 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 Bruh, no, bro. that stopped at four, and the girl um, Helen kept going. First of all, I'm calling my mom. Mom, pick me up. I'm scared. Mom, please. They're calling demons. Get me out of the sleepover. Listen, listen, I'm and we ch- we've chatted about this before. You know, goddamn well, pumpkin woulda pulled the plug. Jaden <laughs> woulda. Bi- my mom before I said they got dick. Park hop, get it. Like my mom would've. Been we outside. both for the car. Crying, Mama! Please, they pulled the Ouija board out. Oh hell no! Like she, she's saving your ass in the car. Everything. Listen, to be very fucking frank Take with everyone. Church. Listen. To, <laughs> no, I told I told Jasmine about this, but you know the podcast in here. I don't know if I said on the previous episode because you know I'm known to repeat myself. Which, you know, um. I <laughs> listen, I went to even just Google like demonology, you know, because I was that kid that was in the adult section of the library that was looking at occult shit, and you know. Learning how to bend things with your minds with, you know, just stuff like that, bitch. I thought I was carry minus, you know, all the abuse. Um, I thought I had the powers. That's where I was at. I wasn't trying to burn out of town, y'all. I promise you. So, um yes, girl, I was Googling, you know, Ouija board shit and Mama Cat said, If I catch your ass doing that mess again, you're done with the computer. Mind you, I'm a teen. <laughs> Um, so it was over. I said, Damn, I can't get my dollar privileges. Man, <laughs> no, that <over." laughs> you know, you need the internet. <laughs> no, nah, but she not playing because I understand like something spooked her ass. So she feeling like the demon's gonna come through the computer, and I've seen that movie. So that's not happening. Yeah. So if you invite me to your house and you think, Oh, it's cute, we lit, we having a good time, it's game night, and if I see a motherfucking spirit boy come around that corner, bitch, I'm getting my purse. I'm outside. <laughs> You set the shit down, the door closed, because I, I'm gone. I've deleted your number. Oh, yeah, exactly. We don't know each other no more, because I'd already tell me. You be communicating with them demons, girl, because you think you're talking to your relatives. You're not. Before another thing is Sugar Man. This shit is terrible. Um, Just the display of how this black man was just mutilated right. um, for the entertainment of a crowd, all because a man is not only mad as fuck, that he is, you know, canoodling with his daughter because the racism is so strong, baby. Yes. He was a confederate um, general? I feel who? like in one of the stories they say he's, like, confederate. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's movie two or movie three. Y'all can't see me, with the mug... Ugh. Mm. I am from Virginia, y'all. Um, let me tell you something. I really cannot stand so. a confederate flag. When it's in movies, I be like, Ugh. I want y'all to know you come... Right once you pass Alexandria... And all those little right people, you didn't even got to, what, excuse me, once you get past Quantico, because that's when the flags huh. start popping up, baby, for real, for real. They got that a... fat-ass Confederate flag on the side of the road before your ass get to, uh, King's Dominion. Well. You riding that 95, I said, child, you ain't got to remind me, yes, I know I'm south of the Mason-Dixon line, thanks for reminding me, friend. They got the tattoos in Richmond, they got the Confederate Oh, tattoos. remember we was in the tattoo parlor and the girl had the, uh, the on her five. She got the Confederate flag. It's just so embarrassing. I know this is a separate conversation, but I also think about, like, I hate to be you. You are living and dying by this idea. Girl, that's for a... This is really... You won't even... You ain't even live <laughs> okay. Why are you going so hard for this? Okay. I I don't have time. But, all right. It's just embarrassing your whole lineage. But anyways, this movie is fire. Check them all out at least once. Um, Even the sequels. The downside of the sequels for me... Um, personally, is when it starts to get a little shaky. session. mm mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why, Mr. Tony Todd, why'd you take this job? Like, I just... Why did y'all write the script like this? Like, as soon as Daniel Robitaugh is, like, in the scene, and it's very much, I'm your great-great-granddaughter. Okay, but you're still getting close? What's going on? Mm. You know, everything's very weird. Yeah. Right here. So, you know, the first movie makes sense, because... She looks like his long-lost wife. But that's rude. Like, I, I, I'm a doppelganger. I ain't had shit to do with this. But also, bitch, you shouldn't have been all in their motherfucking business. She, she should have been, just sat home and, you know, just did her, her research on the typewriter. She should have did a boring project. I agree. Just get your Her and Bernadette. Her and Bernadette! Her and Bernadette should have parted. I love that fucking song. Should have parted up and did some other shit instead of this this um, white woman, we're going to put it as that. Yes decides to um, be in other people's business and profit off of the exploitation of black people in Cabrini Green. And that's how I put it. Because that is exactly what she did. Like, you're literally going into this black space to get information from them so you can get fucking published. Girl, fuck you. You you don't give a fuck with these people for real. real. You just want information. (laughs) Bitch, I'm still crying. They live here. (laughs) I just... The shit that still got me weak is, and I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead because we didn't really talk about the shit that's popping off in the movie or gave y'all that's actually, let's give them the spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. So we've already given you guys the overview. Check out the movie. We diving into what the fuck I'm going to say, but also diving into the movie. Hold on to your hats. Wow. I'm still cackling every day at Helen and Bernadette making them pass the, you know, the people who live, uh, you know, who be hanging out in front of the, uh, the, you know, on the stoop, in front mm-hmm. of the, you know, in the doors of the apartment, telling them they look like the feds, because they do look like the feds. Dressed conservative. Oh, you don't kind of, bitch, you said, and Bernadette in the car, like, you got me looking like a police. I told you to dress conservative. This is a cop outfit. Just go on. That's not exactly how she said it, but that's how she said it. And then they get past the people that's downstairs at the entryway. You know, the people that just, you know, or how you know the old folks we call it, the corner boys. They be outside just cooling. So once you get past them and they're getting accosted by them, um, when Helen looks over to Bernadette and basically is like, it's okay, they think we're the police. They won't follow us. I truly was like, Bernadette, you in trouble, girl. <laughs> you was in danger, baby. You have to get out of here. You gonna let this white woman literally drive you to your demise. She got you in the projects, a project you don't even live in. You're very hip to the shit, bitch. This is not where your people reside. You don't know nobody over here, girl. You ain't got no kin up in Kareena Green. So why is you here? They already know you the fans. You lucky they ain't beat your ass outside. I don't want that to happen to you, but also you're lucky, truly. Also, it makes me think of that of So, but it's gonna be like, I want to know where you sit from, mm-hmm. where your mama from, where your grandma stay. Like, bitch, where the, who, where? Who the, are you? what where are you from and why the fuck are you up here in our business but anyway listen before we even get all to all that you figure out who helen is helen lyle um who helen. Her, helen, helen. um her husband trevor 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 is a, <laughs> a professor at i guess at the same university where she's trying to i guess get her masters whatever she's trying to do she's doing like a thesis paper research um on urban legends and Trouble fucking on the students, y'all. You can tell that real easy. Real easy. And he don't give a fuck about what Helen's work is. Like, you are, she told you to hold off on Urban Legends, and you are literally teaching it right now. She's like, damn, bitch, I thought you was going, oh, well, I mean, the curriculum. Motherfucker, I'm a teacher. You can move that curriculum around. It is nothing, especially for college. There's no, like, they're not making you take no fucking SOL or no shit, like no state test. Like, you can literally move it around a little bit. It's not that deep um and you usually have a syllabus what are you doing here okay um, but i mean i guess girl but yeah trevor's kind of a dickhead but helen loves trevor um and she's asking people about stories so you get the first like little cutscene of you know someone telling the story of sugar man Okay, mm-hmm. and it's this girl, and she's with Billy, who is Ted Raimi. Who I like. I said, if I see Ted Raimi in the street, he better cross that motherfucker. I'm not fucking with him. And well. it's about it's for Skinner. I feel like that came out in 1993, which was after this. And that movie, there's such it's a long racist scene. You know, racism seems to be eternal. So I don't really I, know. He's gonna have to pay for his crimes. Did you ever apologize for that friend? Like I need the North hate- remembers. Yes. That's a couple of y'all out there. But you know we're going to leave it at that. <clears throat> Ted Brang, hey! <laughs> you was touching on Teddy, talking about some sugar man in the mirror. Why? I wrote that in my notes, too. Because it would just seem like some shit he would do. And I'm just like, well, what was the reason? I don't know. Well, he was trying to get some cutty anyway. Not like that. So he went downstairs, and she said it for the fifth time, and boom. Sugar man They get out, got. Slasher. And the blood comes pouring um, through... Ugh. You okay? I made that sound, right? You're the, the way you're fucking looking at me. I'm crying um, because every time in all these movies, I'm literally sitting here and listening to what it sounds. I'm a sick, twisted bitch. I'm listening to what it sounds like, you know, when um, Dan Robitaille, you saw me, is murdering the people. Like the sound, the music kind of drops and it's just like a lot of... it. We, we touched on this. I don't even know. We, we, t- we probably talked about this a lot by ourselves, but a lot of the sound effects... Or the expressions, like the vocal expressions from the characters, are really sexual and sensual. Um, I don't yeah. know if this is just the all the Clive Barker thing, you know. I don't know if that's just you know, you know Hellraiser sensual. I haven't had a chance to read the books yet or the different stories, and I would I think I need to do so because a I, on that box page. okay, clip. So, but also once again, when Daniel Robota is out here murdering or collecting his be his victims, when you're getting these victims, it's a lot of. <clears throat> Mm. It's like a lot of grunts and sighs, and, and I'm like, life, did we just splash. come? Did we? Did we orgasm? <laughs> like I'm just like, what's going on here? What's happening? Um, and that's how I felt when he was killing all these people. Like, what? What's going on here, you guys? Like, and also sometimes Philip Glass's score kind of like kicks up a little bit. You hear the fucking sounds, and ugh. the sounds are really like, it's giving. I, I, the music is great. But yeah. you can still hear the squish yeah, and the grunts through the music. And I'm like, ah. uh They turn the sound down. Just a smidge it so we can hear that uh, that old bullshit. Yeah, uh, it's disgusting. Even if you look away and you hear the squish, you know something bad just happened. Like, ugh. Gosh. Gross. Gross. But Helen out here looking like the feds, regardless of her mm-hmm. saying she's not the feds. You know, she then went into um Cabrini- into the oh, reading no? and yeah. then went into uh, Miss Ruthie Mae. Um what is it? In the story, I'm sorry, her actual name is Ruthie Mae McCoy, but in the movie she's um written as Ruthie Jean. Mm-hmm. She's written as Ruthie Jean. And I'm just going to say shout out to Vixen, um, a Black Booty podcast. They recently just did an episode on um, this particular, the real story behind this as well. The story of Miss Ruthie Mae McCoy. May she rest in peace. Um, And about how the police did not believe her um, when she called and said, and this is the same story that the characters are telling in the movie. She called the police to let them know that somebody is coming through the, the mirror in her bathroom because how the apartments are set up um you're able to enter another unit through the mirror so people were kind you know the, the real story is a lot of people were using that you know like traffic drugs and just run up into somebody's shit whatever whatever get from easily from one apartment to the other even maintenance to get it and out of different units um but in this particular aspect um they're introducing this story and they're like you know the sugar man done pulled up mm-hmm. and that's who got to and, of course, the story with um, Anne-Marie later when we're introduced to her because she pull up on um, Bernadette and Helen is like, what the fuck are y'all doing it's in the here? Why, right, the Rottweiler. Why are you in this apartment room? Like, you need basically, y'all need to have respect for the dad because, bitch, it's not your apartment. You don't live here. What are you doing here? And, of course, Helen ass in there taking pictures and shit. Go home, Felicia. It's time for you to leave. This is not an experiment, okay? People live here. Like, truly. This is someone's life. I just, it's giving, and I know it's a theme, a part of it. It's gentrification, bitch. Like, p- black people are not experiments. Despite what other people have done historically, we're not fucking experiments. We're not here for you to just take pictures. And I was hot when, um, not even necessarily... For this instance, it wasn't just black people, but it was people who were categorized in other. Y'all can't see my mm-hmm. air quotes, but I have air quotes up. Um And Hellraiser, I forget which movie it is, but the lady is kind of in the drug den. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, taking pictures of people without their consent as they're, you know, kind of going through what they're going through while they're using. And I'm like, bro, you're doing this to make a dollar and a name off yourself. This smells and it's, that's how I it's. felt about this too. This smells, bitch. Like, you're in here taking... I, You know, I don't want the people in the corner to beat your ass, but also, like, they have a right to be upset because you are literally the feds indirectly. <laughs> and directly. You no okay? write books about their fucking business. I said know, what I said. said. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself in somebody's neighborhood, kind of like one time somebody had there to be like, Ivy City is an up-and-coming neighborhood, bitch. Dang, that's been years and that shit still stuck with me. It just really burns me up. When people be flashing they gentrification and they fucking racism and I'm like, can we fight? I'm trying to be better. Or they be talking shit about the neighborhood you moved in, like girl, you were. Then don't live here in. Bitch, bye. Say it with uh, your chest. Mm. Anyways, Helen was in here cutting up, not minding her business. She's sitting down at the dinner table. What's the dude? Is it Sully? That's his name. The dude that's at the dinner table with the ponytail who already did the. Uh, oh, uh, Philip. Um, hold on. I have that's all right. Jazz, get a name. So no. she's at the table and she's basically sitting down with Bernadette and Trevor and the other guy with the glass. We're going to come here cuz he's a, a main character in the second movie as well cuz the story kind of follows him after a Purcell. while. Purcell. thank you. Um Purcell with the ponytail. PP, Jeez. that's my dog right there. Double P. He has an aggressive ponytail. It is it is I might be more aggressive than Steve Seagal. I don't know. <laughs> I I saw the outfit and the shoes in my Turtleneck, get your ass beat. <laughs> fucking I seen churches. the little fucking black shoes, bitch. He was breaking motherfuckers arms. He just stuffed his body this tight in his <laughs> shirt. I should have been Steven Seagal Halloween, Bitch. <laughs> okay. Um. Yes, but Purcell was at that table with that ponytail girl, and I was just like, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. Um, I know that Helen had come for him professionally slash unprofessionally because she was being real aggressive and coming on strong, she but also saying, like he was rude. He was, They were both, both things are true because mm-hmm. they're at the dinner table. First of all, Helen, Helen, is, pers- Terzel got his hair out. He's really weird. No one likes him. I don't like him. Very like persnickety. Yeah, but so. Helen's like, we're going to bury you. Now let's, first of all, professionally, You don't need to be saying that. We're like, oh, you could have just mentioned, hey. Girl, your work speaks for itself. Or you could have just not said anything. Because no one, that was not even the topic of discussion. You said, we're going to bury you. He was like, um, with what? And they're talking like, oh, we're going to have something in a couple weeks. We'd have been through this little, we'd have been a career game. He was like, oh, that's candy man country. Do you know about that? Oh, "Oh, yeah. And... Her dumbass. Okay, I'll go zoom zoom. All right. right. Let's go. Well, <laughs> it's chilly outside. They're doing a lot. Um, but my heart go Helen right? gonna go, Huh? What? I was like, so you don't even I mean, you can't be like, Oh, I'm gonna bury you and then you unprepared for the smoke. You can't you can't do that. And then that, he was like, Well, you maybe you should read the book I read ten years ago ahead, bitch. I was like, Oh now But now, see, while that was nasty, that was, she sent for him, and he came. Right. So, so I'm hey, like, hey. It seems to be a common theme here. <clears throat> Maybe you shouldn't have came from a bitch. <laughs> so, I mean, but I he still was don't right like him. though. No. Yeah, he's right, but I still don't like him. I don't like the way his hair was slicked back. I think he should have a different hairstyle. And I games, mean. He was very snooty. Well it's not the end you see, the end of him anyway. No, it's not. We definitely see this man yeah. again. But Purcell is a a dickhead, so we know he's been researching it and he knows about it. But then we hear the legend from him, which is the one uh, we said at yeah. the beginning. Exposition. Uh-huh. Fill it in. But it, it you know God, that story Daniel Robotal's story really upsets me. It does. And Helen is linked in with her cigarette. Remember you can smoke in restaurants? Remember that remember the smoking section and non smoking section? How smoking section here? Tail. I'm sorry, I didn't gave this man a ponytail, and Purcell's hair is actually set up like Kenny G. All right, so <laughs> you're out of control, whoo, bitch. Um, so yeah, Kenny G, Purcell, um, definitely Red Helen for Phil. Um, and Helen is just sitting there like flabbergasted at the table. Bernadette just trying to enjoy her life, girl. She don't really want to be there for real. Um. And that, yeah, he got her ass together. We hate slash love to see it. And, you know, she learns about the story pretty much. And that's it. Like, I mean, because dinner's, I mean, not dinner's over, but you can't say shit else about your project after that. No, no, no. And, of course, throughout this time, like, Helen, as time progresses Mm -hmm. on in the story, Helen is starting to get some vision. She's, you know, it's going shaky for her um she goes back to cabrini green she's still not minding her own fucking business she She gets assaulted oh she definitely said his name in the mirror at this point y'all like we said that bernadette said it four times and helen said i'm gonna give you that five um and she's still looking trying to you know research into the legend she gets assaulted um by a man in a hook you know i'm about to get you bitch you know just get her with the hook or whatever he didn't say exactly that but he did um and afterwards, when she leaves the police precinct after identifying the man that assaulted her, she's walking through the parking garage. And all you hear is the clackly clack clack of her shoes, and it's just silent. But us and she this shit blow me every time. Or Helen. Her yes. Bitch! <laughs> hey. It's just you, fucking me, yes. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> huh? You don't even know who the fuck is calling you, bitch. My eyes would have got big. Them shoes would have went clack, clack, clack. Because <laughs> I would have got the fuck out of there. Fuck, cuz <laughs> you talking about something? Yes. Why would you answer? I would have turned right back around and right away, right back into the building. Fuck you. I'm going back inside. Fuck you. I'm the writing on the wall, me. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Now, what I do think is... not just brilliant. Like, I just... We're going to use brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm a huge fan that we don't even see... This legend ourselves until literally halfway through the movie. The movie is damn near over. Halfway, about 44 to the 45 minute mark, um, Tony Todd graces us with his presence and clearly Helen too. And was just like, girl, I clearly see that you don't believe me. The congregation has been trying to tell your ass I am real. You called, I came, <laughs> I'm here. Um in the flesh, bitch, because you gonna believe in me today. You also fit to be my victim. Listen. Congratulations, you just won a fucking prize. Listen.
1: <laughs> Worst games. Day. Stupid,
0: Stupid prizes. prizes. Every time. Every time. And her ass, she's all hypnotized, like, like Hypnotized mine. Like a little vet va- you know how vampires they got seduction seduction. Yep. And she's just like, oh what? Ushers in the know What's right now. going on? But I mean, although we don't see him, I feel like you feel candy bad. the bees. Remember that toilet can't keep full of bees? This name Jesus. Oh, oh he's shit. He's about to show up. Uh, well, guys, Yes, we see it in the toilet. If this is our last episode, uh, it's you all know up. why. You know why? We got stabbed up. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So he pulls up on her and you know, I, she pretty much faints or whatever. And she Ooh. wakes up in Anne-Marie's house. Mm and with the and coat draped over her over her ever so gently but there's blood everywhere there's a rock wall head girl. Just hanging out it's a scene for real i'm like what the fuck is this but then you hear screaming is it Anne Marie or annie marie um it's Anne marie okay I'm sorry. Anne marie Anne marie is screaming there's blood everywhere the baby gone she's like bitch what the fuck she cuz let me tell you something if i'm screaming my baby's gone i don't know what's happening i turn around and some stranger who does not have a key to keep it in my house covered in blood is also in here you definitely took my baby, and you just met this bitch last week, so you don't have no, you don't know what she's capable of. But she Literally. is covered in blood. Your dog has been decapitated. The baby missing, and she has a cleaver. Well, she's like you bitch. you bitch. Um, she <clears throat> says you like they squaring up, and she cuts her, and the police come, and now you know this looks bad.
1: This yeah, looks bad. Yeah, we
0: locked up, and, and well, and she's locked up, and they're. There's so much blood. Like I don't when rewatching it. I didn't remember it being so much blood. The blood is soaked through the bra. Like mm. the bra has absorbed the blood. Like you can see the nip through the bra because it is soaked with blood. Mm. And she's crying. And the police officer is like, "Girl, lift your titty, please." Um, and she's—you can tell she's super embarrassed. She ain't never did this before. You know. She also, she's blacked out. She's lost hours of time. Well, who knows how fucking long Helen was blacked out? Last time she checked. She was in the parking garage talking to, to Tony Toddsworth. She That's what she thought. She was doing the clackety-clack. And next thing you know, a dog is decapitated. I, too, would have been like, girl, what the fuck? But also, you know, your privilege is not going to get you out of this one, lady. It's not. It's not looking good for you. And it just keeps escalating from there. Like, you know, she eventually gets to go home. Um, and I'm also concerned because this baby is essentially missing for a month. And we're going to get to that in a second. So, she eventually gets to go home. She starts getting more visions from um, C-Man. He's kind of called through her in the dreams, like Lil Zane. He's calling, calling me, calling me, calling me. He's coming, Lil Zane. Say my name. He's coming for your ass. So, I just, that song, is, it came on the car the other day. Bitch, you know my shoulders was going. Like, y'all can't Cha-cha real smooth. Woo! That's me. Um, So, as my shoulders continue to reset themselves, um, the girl Helen is really going through it. You know, um, Trevor is not answering the phone. She was at prison at 3 a.m. in the jailhouse. She called him. He told me some girl I was asleep. Bitch, fuck you, sir. The way that answer machines are set up in 1992, unless she was in real deep sleep, you should have heard her and you should have picked that phone up. But we already know he was knee deep in pussy, literally, because he. Well, it pans to the answer machine. We see it, she'll see it, but we see ain't nobody home. That bed is made up. And the thing about it is. I don't know how everybody feels about or has dealt with house phones. Me and Kat lived with house phones for some time. First of all, the phones ring a lot before okay. they go to the answer machine, usually. Um, oh, you're then, at least getting six to eight rings yes, before and, the answer machine. And up. then Cat says, like, you know, because I didn't have the actual tape jack. I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the tape one, which is what they had, because that was expensive. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was not cheap. You know, it records, like, live. So, yeah. They, they start going, hey, you know. What's up, man? And if you catch them on a drink, you could pick the phone up and answer their call. Mm-hmm. But actually, even without the tape thing, now that I'm sitting here doing it, because I used to do that from actually the, the way my grandma used to function, they would never answer the phone. So they would listen to see who was talking on on the drink. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Grandma Cat. And <laughs> well, what's crazy is because we have the same name, so it truly is Grandma Cat. And um, we you would literally be on there and be like, Graham, pick the phone up. So we're yelling into the answer sheet to pick the phone up. It's is... Right. So what we're saying is if it was in your bedroom and if you were actually asleep, like you said, she didn't have her quiet indoor voice on. She's like, Trevor, pick up the phone. The the Fed is standing next to her, like the correction office, like, girl, just, Shut your I'm ass holding up. Holding the phone to the air like, I've you have seen this before. It's a bitch. fucking Tuesday, please. I'm yeah. ready to go home. I All hope right. this tape run out so I can stop. Cut the dramatics. But also, you know, cut the cameras too because Trevor ain't show up. He was in the cooch. Um, when he does show up, he's like, girl, I, you know, Helen, we gonna beat this case, girl. Like, don't worry about a lawyer on the team until Helen at home. And we hear that Helen. He's back. And while her... Or oh, Helen and um, you know, Daniel Robotar are going through their whole cause, you know, he's trying to convert her to the team again. And she's like, girl, I can't do this. And he's like, You look like my bae. Let me show you. You could be my victim. The language that he uses is it's so like not fly, it's just beautifully strung together. Um, ultimately, what he's trying to tell these people, and we're talking about all the victims that he collects. He's telling them some real wild ass shit in some very flowery, beautiful language. And I would love to see it. He just told you that you about to die, girl. But, you know, shout out to the man with the writings on the wall. Like, he's splitting, you know I I am that guy. Like, it's me, baby. And you about to be that bitch. You about to be on my team. We about to, you know, squad up. Hey, squad. Like, that's how I felt like he was talking to her. Um, but, you know, she chopping it up with him. And Bernadette's at the door. Helen, girl, I got these flowers. I'm trying to, you know, give it to you. And I'm just sitting here like, Bernadette, go home. Girl. She did not answer the first, no second, or third knock. Just leave. Like, leave the flowers. Go. And I feel like she was struggling in there with Sugar Man, so she wouldn't come in and assist. No. No, ma'am. Shout out to Casey Lemons. Listen. For being an icon. Yes. And a legend. Acting in lots of movies. Some Spike Lee joints. Directing um, them joints. Like he's by you. Let's fucking Harriet. go. Okay. The Madam C. J. Walker joint. I don't oh. know if that came out or not yet, but hmm. it's a, a story inspired, self-made mm-hmm. inspired by Madison C. J. Walker. Love but to see it. If you don't it. know who Madam C. J. Walker is, you need to look it up. You need to hit the pause right now and inform Google. yourself. Um Every time I think of Magic City Walker, I also think of holding my ear and hearing it. So I got try I literally got quiet because I started smelling the grease. Mm, so that. I was just like, ooh, Is that blue magic. Mm. That drink just a melting cooking your scalp. Huh? Okay, okay. heart Bang. <laughs> Curl tight as a bitch. Ooh, girl, you thinking you about to bump the ends and you out here looking like fucking Jay's Brown, rest of peace and Because we already know, just bump the ends real quick. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'm so excited. Um, But I was not excited to see my girl Bernadette meet her demise. Um, Because she was trying to come in and help her girl Helen out. And, you know, Sugar Man said, oh, good, good, got your ass. Um, And the way he truly, like, disembowels people, like, he guts their ass like a fish for real with that hook. Mm-hmm. He's doing damage, baby. It's going crazy. Um, and, of course, Helen is sitting there like, no, Bernadette. And when she comes to Trevor come in, all he see, Bernadette is dead. Helen was in the house. She covered in blood. And he's just like, damn. It had to be you. The way he was looking at her, he was just like, I can't believe we here again, Helen. You just did this shit last week. I can't cop up for you this time. So, um, girl, they drugged the girl, Helen, on up. And they send Helen over to the psych ward. And they done gave her so much drugs. Mind you, baby Anthony is still missing y'all. Okay? Put that mm-hmm. in your brain. They tell Helen, in one of the meetings, she has an individual chat conversation with the doctor. Um, of course, she's strapped to the chair. They got her in restraints. And she's like, I want to see Trevor. Girl, I, I hate it had to be you because you keep chasing after this man, and I'm fucking sick over it. Um, but she's talking to the doctor, and the doctor's like, I mean, we can arrange a visit. Um, but he lets her know that if you things your time might be super hazy for you right now but essentially you've been under some hardcore drugs uh for the past month of your life me while watching the movie a uh, month, uh, a month, uh, a month because the baby is still gone so how the fuck is this baby still alive who is Danny Robotall feeding the baby how does that work well we're not feeding the baby um honey because they are gonna choke is they eating cheerios what's going on where's the snacks for the baby I'm concerned. So who wrote this back in 92? I have questions for you. I know I'm supposed to dispend my disbelief, but you can't get me on that one. Bring the baby sandwiches. <laughs> <Bring it laughs> the baby just sucking on the sandwich. Just sad. Just bringing random shit to the baby. <laughs> the baby is looking like no fucking teeth. Like I like, said, the baby was cool and the baby wasn't like uh, busting and shit. He was like, What's this? I'm in here. Woo! I'm a baby. <laughs> looking all cute and stuff. Um, but yeah, so you know, Helen is just and the doctor doesn't believe Helen. No one believes Helen. Helen strapped to the chair. Is it the doctor that calls Sugar Man? Is it Helen that calls Sugar Man? Helen, or Sugar well, Man I mean, just shows up because what well, no, she, him. What happens is she go in the room, and she's trying to tell him like, "Bruh, no, nah, this Sugar Man is real, baby. Um, let me tell you, because that's where she learned been in her mouth." And she, doctor, showing her the footage like. This you, like oh, you gotta sneak yeah. away and they turn the screen around, like mm. baby, this is you. Did he appear to you that night when you checked in? Oh, I was like, don't gaslight my girl. He was there. He floated under the table, bitch. We see them. You He's ain't a vampire? Him. You can't see the nigga on camera. He slowly lowered herself to the floor and just glid under the under the, under the bed like a fucking piece of paper that get lost under the table. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so I think she, I think she does say his name because she like, girl, I'm about to die. anyway. She say his name and. She was like, let me call him, pretty much. Okay, and you don't he, believe me. And he came. And cut, cut that man up immediately. And then freed her. Now, we've talked about this. I would have put myself back in them shackles. Get and i like, oh, no. Oh, God, something happened. like, and also they should be able to see that because if they're recording the girl and unless the doctor's office don't have no cameras, they should have seen what happened. But you know, Tony Toddsworth, aka you know, Danny Robotal, also known as C Man. He um basically breaks out the window and is just like, Listen, you gotta come to me, baby. I'm I'm about to keep fucking with you. I'm about to torment you. This is truly gonna be hell on earth for you. Not only did you end up in the psych ward, my nigga, like they they are not banging with you out here on these streets. The cops, your family, Trevor. Cause gr- oh my god. Okay, so okay. She makes a choice instead of you know pretending that I'm doing what I'm doing. She literally he cuts her one hand free. She frees herself, crawls out the window. You can see the little police officers running down below her, mm-hmm. and she literally hops in another room like she's out there. And the nurse let her in. So let me take some S nurse. I was like, wow, that's crazy. I'm going home. Guard, her like she's outside. She's I'm, outside. Um, but she lets her in, and then she lays on top of her, kind of, like, knocks her out. I don't even think she, like, hits her or anything, like, trying to knock her out. But she was like, I'm taking your clothes. She takes her clothes, gets on the elevator, ejectosito, like, runs home and sees that Trevor got this new bitch, the student bitch, painting her apartment. This god-awful shade of pink. It's disgusting. And first of all, this young bitch is in my house. Mm. my painting painting my i'm walking be gone, on bitch. my floors i want to go for 30 days 31 if it was october a oh, bitch 29 I, if it was february 28 if it was february without a leap year regardless i've been gone you've been gone in the blink of an eye and you replaced me like this like what you the girl was shook too she was like Trevor. Trevor. Trevor was shook too she's like scared of something Trevor. Yeah. Tell him, bitch. Shook. Boss up on them, Helen. Shook. And she was like, call the police. You know how you get in trouble with your mama, and you be like, I'm going to call the police or something? she be like, call them, bitch. I, call them. Mm, that's all. And they got the phone pointed to you. Please take the phone so you can... I'm like, no, never oh, mind. No, no. No. Mm, I'm going to just on that. Mm, mm. Um, But this is where the story goes from being... the black man lusting after the white woman doppelganger that looks like his lost love movie to this is still happening to a white savior story. And I'm also like, Oh, not like this. Not like this. Um, I also still want to know, although it was 92 and I know, um, that this was not written by a black person. Um, how many black people were in the room? I don't know. I have to go look at all the Besides papers. Casey Levins, besides Tony Todd. I know the Bernardo sent it to the NAACP, but also, they probably was like, yeah, it's cool, but they weren't. They, people Did they really them. look at it? Because I know, you know, we love horror, but you know, I don't think they was watching it. Like, I was like, oh, oh that's tight. Listen, I just feel like some touches is definitely white savory, because after all this stuff happens, she leaves. She was like, you know what, Trevor? Fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> and really she did and then she should have laid him ass down she should have laid him down girl right. sugar man pulls back up of course and is like look bro be my victim i'm writing on the wall you could be the writing on the wall i got these bees mm-hmm. you can have the bees and she takes on the bees it was always you helen it's always you um and they're about to do this pyre and she's because she's trying to find a baby she's seeing visions of the baby but she sees that the babies where they got all this stuff where they do about to do a bonfire. And she's like, I gotta get to the baby! So she runs and tries to get to the baby. And of course, this is literally what Sugar Man says. They're gonna see you and me die before their eyes. I they gotta match. get out of here. And <laughs> he, he is adamant about dying with this white woman and it's really bothering me. Well, he does, because he pulls up to the fire. <laughs> she gets that baby out before the baby becomes a cooked baby and slides the baby out. He in the back it. like, no, Helen! And, you know, the fire takes them both. And that ball cap is... Mm. I, okay, so they was definitely trying to give us the finger waves design in the burnt design at the same time. Um, I will let you know that I am a wee bit concerned that no one saw the burnt corpse of seaman man hanging out on the top of the the rubble. And I'm like, y'all don't see that body over there? like. So y'all only... See, I know y'all see Helen in front of you, and it's still a fire, but y'all don't... I feel like they had to see him because they, when they bury Helen, um, Jake, the little boy, drops his hook down there. They went in and got the hook for real. Because yeah. they knew he was in there. But that's well, why they, was, like, he got her mixed up with him. But I, they knew they was going to catch his ass because he was coming for her. Literally, The funeral happening. Trevor crying and shit. And the uh, new girl is not crying and shit. She's Trevor annoying. the only one at the funeral crying. Everybody else is looking. There's five people there. You know, <laughs> they're just like, because mm, they're, they're pretty much like blaming everything on her because that's what it looks like. Yeah. Like, you killed everybody you escaped you killed more people then you may have set a baby on fire you might not have set a baby on fire we don't really know but the baby's safe but you're dead so great um and then we just you know go there's bees everywhere (laughs) there's a new rumor a new story right on the wall because then when you get to the uh newest movie you hear about helen you hear about helen Yeah. yeah you get some more information but. okay um I'm pretty sure I'm gonna keep saying this over and over again. What I do like is the perception of how Helen's story has changed mm-hmm. um, because we obviously know that's how you know urban legends get spread um, but I when it comes to that new movie I, I would uh, I wish I saw something different yeah. um, but movie one yes. movie one is something I believe that everyone needs to see um baby anthony of course is safe back in his mama's arms you know sugar man the legend is on pause for now um and let's get into breaks like the movie's an hour and 39 minutes so if you've never seen it it's about an hour and 40 minutes of your life um imdb gave it a 6.7 out of 10 and rotten tomatoes gave it 77 i just screamed um first of all this movie's an eight even though the stuff I don't like, it's still iconic. It's still pretty good. Um, I say the first movie is eight. It's the score. It's it's Tony Todd. It's like you know how we talked about some of her icons, like the actors for them, and mm-hmm. just click and they play like Brad Dora for Chucky. Oh yeah, it's just marry the, the only perfect. person that's going to be able to replace him is his daughter. That's it. Yes, yes. they have the same face, so that's the only reason. Why. Um, Freddy Krueger, of course. It's going to always be Robert with me because I'm it's so just sorry. it clicks. You know, certain, some things just click into place. Just like, um, Hellraiser also. What is his name? Douglas. Something Douglas. Doug Bradley. Doug Bradley. Wow. Sorry, It's gonna all. always be Doug for me. Even, but the new one, I'm still gonna look into the new, you know, what new Cinebites or new Pinhead, whatever they're gonna do. But it clicks. There's yeah. something about it that clicks that really just, that they were a very good choice for the role. Yeah. And it shows. Um... Poor Trevor, but not poor Trevor. You watch the movie to figure out about that, girl. Fuck um, Trevor. But the ratings, I they it's too low. I think they're all too low, because I think it's a an date, and I will just leave it at an eight. Oh. but outside of that, like the close Brian Tomatoes gave it a seventy-seven, Metacritic will give it a seven, it's like six. I'm like, no, it's better than a six something. It's definitely better than a six something. Yeah. I say between seven and eight, and because I like it personally, childhood favorite, it's an eight for me. Nostalgia. Okay, I remember these movies distinctly scaring the fuck out of me as a kid, Woo. Um, because number one, black trauma, Wow, and black trauma has now been turned into, I mean, it is horror, it's, it's horror, it's a real fucking thing that has happened, but now, like, okay, this, you know, spirit of a son of slaves is out here beating y'all ass because, you know, he was, had his ass beat, and now vengeance. I love everything about this story. I hate that he's killing the residents of Cabrini Green and other people that look like him. Like, why would he not kill the white people? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, It's called vengeance. You get on your own people. Yes. And then, ooh, and even in death, you're still chasing after... All right. Yes. But even with the own people, that's ambiguous because remember the rumor, the legend. So the the black people you see die, did he come out and do it, and he got summoned, or is this a part of the legend that got attributed to him, like for um in Freddy versus Jason when Freddy pulled um, True. Jason up, like kill these people so they can believe in me. So I I mean it could you, be both. It could be both. I definitely agree it with you there. Be, he really pulled up, and they say his name, and it was. I I idea. think it's definitely a mixture of both. But even still, I mean, I know they explore that vengeance. Sort of, kind of, more in movie two and movie three. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, you're killing. You're killing the wrong guy. Did you kill the rest of them yet? Like I just—they didn't put you here, buddy. Did you kill the rest of the lynchmen? Did you kill that woman they zoomed in on and who was doing that big chuckle with her big ass face as she was laughing at your Listen, dead body? Because I was upset. I would have loved to see Sugar Man pull a Mary Shaw. And kill their entire bloodline. We blood love line. to see it. That's that's if a they were married story. to him directly. He would just literally go what and lineage? kill the bloodline. I, they're dead. You don't want to claim me? All right, bet. Rock and roll hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that story. Don't give him too much, girl, because you know somebody might try to take your ideas, yes, but um. Let's uh, get our lives together and get ready to slide into movie two. Yes. Yeah. Now, before we slide into movie two, we're going to take a little short commercial break. Mm-hmm. You know, you going to hear a little commercial. And, and then, ow. you know, we're going to continue on with our shenanigans. Okay. All right. Available now from Dread, Val. Finn, a wanted criminal, hides out with an escort named Val, a demon. Val offers to make his problems disappear if he follows her rules. She has been expecting him all along, and it won't be easy to escape Val's dungeon. Val is out now. Everywhere you buy or rent movies, and on Blu-ray November second. Okay, well let's go ahead and glide on into movie two. Farewell to the Flesh. It came out in 1995, so three mo- three years, three movies, three years after movie one. And honestly, the next movie came out four years after this. Now I'm saying that because this is where timelines start to get a little weird. <laughs> uh, and i'm just like none of this is making sense lol wait till <laughs> we get to movie three because i didn't realize i knew it was a time job but when i rewatched it, i was like this is supposed to be what year because <laughs> i was sitting at thing, i was like this is what this person was a child." send help okay well second movie uh which you can see on amazon prime or paramount plus pluto tv directed by bill condon who also did Twilight Breaking Dawn, part one and two. So that's a thing. Okay. Um, that's here for everyone's uh entertainment. Also okay. these are uh based off the forbidden books of blood, um uh, I think it's some stories by Clive Barker, Barker, yeah. To just let everybody know. I haven't read them. I'm interested in this. Also I think there's an adaptation. Someone else books also recommended another uh situation that Clive Barker has done. I'm gonna revisit that because I would like to I too would like to see it. Such so okay. sights to show me. Okay, because you know, I feel like once I looked at his work, I'm like, damn, I'm a fan. Because mm. uh, there's a monster movie, Nightbreed. I really enjoyed as a kid because the mm-hmm. monsters are wild. Um, but <clears throat> no, this movie now, I like this movie kind of like I'm used to watch this during Halloween as a kid. I definitely remember this shit coming on TV, and definitely the third one because that one was straight to video. I think yeah, it was. and um, the second one. While, like I said, I'm not that big of a fan of this man chasing down his kinfolk like this, but it's still kind of fun to get some decent kills going on. Yeah. They gave, Bronson Tomatoes really gave this motherfucker a 25%. And IMDb gave it 5.3 out of 10. Like, I, I'm, it come on. It wasn't a 25. No nah, man. Not a 25. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't that bad. Um, There was still a lot of shaky behavior. New York Times. Uh Called it a low rent sequel, bitch. I said, what I've read, and you know, I usually don't read reviews wow. or anything, but I just so happened to be getting another note, and then they had the reception, and right at the top, it was like listing, you know, famous publications yeah. and people there and what they said. And I was like, God damn, low rent sequel. Um, Motherfucker said, Bill Condom, condo- whatever, can barely keep his camera still. Perhaps he's trying to escape, bitch. Now he's trying to the shade. The, the fucking, he's trying to escape, bitch. They were like, uh-huh, nothing happens. They're just racking up body parts fast. They're killing people fast, but then they're okay. not killing the main character. I oh, want that happened in the first one. Tony Todd followed Helen ass around, killed the motherfuckers around her. Tony or, Todd didn't show up till halfway through the movie. Yes, but also he was killing the people around her. Yeah, he, he didn't kill her first, or if. We let it be, you know, in her mind. She was doing it. But either way, Tony Todd was a, a part of this shit. He was always, he always kills the people around you. That is just how it works. Yep. The people around you die and then you die last. The person being tormented the most. That's, I don't understand how that was a complaint. But, you know, this movie I feel like is at least of a five or six. I say a six. Uh, yes, yes. Now, here's, I'm crying because of my notes. You're like, mm. Uh, The overview of this story is Annie finds out a secret about her family while trying to stumble upon some other information and she is blown away. And that's it. Yes. That is it. Because, y'all, we basically find out because she's trying to figure out, you know, everyone is getting into this lore, trying to crack it, what it's about. Annie finds out that her ass is a direct descendant to uh, Daniel Robital and Caroline, because Caroline had a baby. Mm-hmm. Isabel. <laughs> Isabel, that they raised as a white woman. And we know that this is true a lot of times with people who pass, mm-hmm. um, who have passed, who are passing in the community, um, especially during this time period. They raised that child as a white person. They probably just... I just... The life that that person had lived, like I know this is a fictional character, but I just really, I'm sad, mm-hmm. sad for that person because one, your father is dead, your grandfather is responsible for the death of your dad. You're probably, like I said, very passing, so you probably never even knew that you have, you know, are descendant of slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what happened to your dad? So they basically lived a lot. They passed the child off thus Annie yelling, You passed the baby off as a white woman. Like disgusted, I was like, wow. Whoo, shit! And then all for her to find out later that, yeah, you're a direct relative, And for some reason, you know, Tony Tosworth is coming to be all y'all's ass. Now, I do understand why he would take out the granddaddy's family, like that part. Yes. Because I'm not understanding why you would kill the direct ancestors of Isabel. Um, Well, no. The ones who were trying to forsake your name and, you know, do away with you like you were a stain on the family. I didn't like that because I was like you find out the family curse in my in my notes the family secret in parentheses racism. Like, racism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. the, that's the family secret that they murdered black people. I mean when personnel at the beginning mm. the dude with the ponytail mm-hmm. man from the first movie writes a book book is making money on a book tour he says mm. it in the reflection at the beginning of the book, then has a fake, which is disrespectful as a bitch mm. to have a fake dude come out with the hook and be like, ha ha ha. It's a joke. And then you see, uh, Ethan who's like, you did kill my dad. You told him it wasn't real. And then he said the name and it's dead. Okay. First of all, that's your daddy fault. Yep. Your dad's an idiot. Okay. I'm sorry okay. that your dad's stupid. Yeah. You are too, bitch, but that's, okay. that's not his These fault. These are the breaks. <laughs> But per se, oh, it's like, you crazy just like your daddy, blah, blah, blah. And then Candyman yes, beats like his that. ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and they blame it on Ethan because he pulled up and was trying to beat his ass at the bar. Mm-hmm. And that's where Annie pulls up and starts digging. Because, Ethan is Annie's brother. Yes. And he and Ethan saw their dad die. Mm-hmm. So once you get all these secrets, and she talks to Tyron family secrets. Tyron family secrets. But... I think she talks to Dude Timbo or whatever, whoever was the art dealer dude is the one who was like yeah man you gotta do this to destroy him and just putting it in his brain so he was doing all this research so he could pretty much dest- call him back to destroy him so he called him back but he whooped his ass like you <laughs> what were you trying to girl, do girl and then you they introduced this lore of the mirror and like you know they held the mirror up to his face him being uh, Daniel Roboton his last mm-hmm. moment and repeatedly said the the c name over and over again as he Mm. died which it changes again in the next story where there is no mirror that's head up to him and the people just chanting i'm like girl i what is this like i am upset i'm upset like i know that you know and for just to toss it off the oh it's the urban legend and that's the point of it i think it's a little lazy um i yeah it's a little lazy like it's just like just say hey man we we fucked the story up the story just a little it passes whatever you could easily play it off because you know urban legends the way storytelling goes the story will change as it passes from person to person so we know that to be true like okay i could say that as these movies progress the stories will change a bit because we're getting the exposition from a different person every time okay i will suspend my disbelief and play into that or this is a little lazy and... Both could be true. Yeah, both... I just... And both is are true in this situation. It um, could be lazy, but we also be like, man, I don't really feel like putting that much energy into this problem because I don't uh, really care. It confused I mean, me. It it's imp- it's slightly it's important because they are part of the climaxes of both of those movies. They, that's, you know... That's the weak point, I guess, the way that the story is told. So in the second movie with the mirror and everything, they show him, you ugly, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm saying my name. Now my soul's trapped in the mirror, which is a theme across other cultures where yeah. souls are getting trapped in mirrors. Yeah. And that's also why you're not supposed to sleep with no mirror in your room. Like, you're not supposed to just have an uncovered mirror. You can't mirror. take no mirrors from no strangers. Mm-mm. You're not supposed to be doing all of that. Um, You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought the mirror thing was kind of interesting. I did not like that there were... Like you didn't have to show us the slave quarters. Like you didn't have oh. to. Oh. It, 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 I just, I, I don't think I get it. That's where he was born or whatever. But I also am like, dog. Like, also, am I tripping? But his parents' origin story changed a couple times too. Or did I make that up? I feel like it does change a little bit. That he was born to the like he's a son of like slaves, but the slaves got free, I believe, and they were rich. Like they um. Because he was able to go to school. Right. And he, so his parents pretty much, they were taught him like a trade, like making shoes or and right. They were making money. So it's probably why they moved to Chicago from where the South. Okay. Migration. Yes. And also Chicago, a lot of black parents were settling mm-hmm. there. So I'm like, okay, this kind of, it could, it, it makes could, sense. It's yeah. just, you know, once again, lazy writing. It's now us basically just like, oh, we're just going to attribute the choppiness up to, you know, it being a, a not even, that's not even an urban legend. That is this actual human's fictional character's backstory. Um, but, you know, once again, the story has changed so many hands. And if we want to pretend that this fictional character is real, you know how the census records are being kept or were being kept. Mm. Um, whatever statement, if you, whatever tense you would like to take that sentence. Um, so, it, the what what was going on the dealings and the ins and outs of his family you know what records would exist <sighs> especially all that shit that was happening in chicago back in the back back all them fires please um so anyways movie two is basically annie realizing that her family is mm-hmm. caught up in a larger wheel of things the mom what's the mom played by um carolyn uh, um hold on veronica cartwright is playing octavia toronto that's the mom okay um, because Caroline Sullivan is the re- is the relative. Yeah. So yeah, Veronica Cartwright. They White. all relatives, honestly, truly. Well. And in a while she was like, "I'm not gonna stand." First of all, she was in the Birds. I was like, "Bitch." The Witches of Eastwick, Alien. That bitch. She is was scary in a uh, scary movie too. She was in um <laughs> The Exorcist. <laughs> the House of the Town of Dread. She right played now, the mother in The Exorcist. Wait, Did I make that up, or is that somebody else? That's I feel like that's Veronica just, Cartwright. Let me know if I'm wrong, y'all. I'm yes. gonna look it, look it, up, up. it up because I, I know she was the mom in um, Scary Movie Two because Scary Movie Two had did the the um, the parody of The Exorcist when mm-hmm. baby girl peed on the floor. Oh God! I was like, wow. Then of course, all the white people said, "Nigga, oh that was not okay." No, <laughs> it's not. It's the other lady that looks like her. It's, they, I'm after looking at these older pictures. Uh, they looked like each other, I feel like maybe when they were younger, but now as they've gotten Let me see older. Because, the yeah, they don't have a young picture. So, this is the exorcist lady. That's the mom? Yes. Girl, they got the same face. Anyways, Jazz got me together, and I know y'all yelling at me. That's not it, girl. It They got the same face. Got the same thing they got. Um, You tired of me? You showing me their face now? <laughs> it's the same face, ain't it? No, not really, but yes, tell the like, young face. Okay, so this is like when I say Robert Pattinson and all of niggas Harry Potter. <laughs> they are not all Harry Potter. The fact that I just doubled down, like I yeah, said. Yeah, I said that. But I also do the same thing when you tell me that Robert Pattinson... It's not that us. Somebody guy. gonna fight us outside and y'all about to catch these hands. So, I um, Do not care. Okay. Farewell to the flesh. Well, we gotta say farewell to this movie because, woo girl, it came and it went. It was an hour and 33 minutes long. And once we realized what the hell was going on, once again... Another white savior situation. It is. It is. And, uh, Mr. Robitaal realizes, hey, we're related. None of this means anything to me. You called me i came i'm here to collect you you will and i need you to be my victim swallow your horror and let it nourish you who the fuck is writing this i what is are y'all going through something because you have to be you have to be going through something how poetic it's so poetic but also very fucking dark i'm scared Um, but also i do want to talk about the little ending like I don't remember this, and I feel like I'll be pushing it out of my mind. I just didn't. when it. The mo- <laughs> <laughs> they break the mirror, and his body start breaking into pieces, and the CG is, I know it's 1995, bruh, but also, you knew it was going to look like that. You didn't even have to do that. Yep. You could have just broke the mirror. Insert computer stuff now. Let's go. Y'all can't see Jasmine's face, but she's... <laughs> <laughs> ah, you went up, and I'm just sitting there smiling like, yes. Yeah, no. Ah. Uh, fuck those computer effects, because they didn't have to do it practically. Ooh. Just don't even show me that shit on camera, bro. Just had a mirror smash, and now he's pieces of I life. guarantee you we're going to come across another movie where the graphics are going to be looking that brazy, because it's 95. It, any movie from the 90s, where they first was like, let's do the computer stuff. Let's not. Put the mouse down. Put it down. <laughs> Turn the monitor off. Stop playing with me. <laughs> put the computer on sleep. Like, I just... I, I cannot... Um. So yeah, we're on the same page. This movie is where we definitely are in agreement of how IMDb roughly rated the film. Yeah, twenty five percent is a little too low for me. Yeah, I feel um, like five mm. or six. I feel like it's a six still because he's still iconic. I still enjoy. But then like but this, the the like I said, the slave quarters and shit. I was not really rocking with all of that. But you know, hey, and we also are just the beginning of the incestuous behavior. Listen, the beginning. Okay? So we move on to movie three. Oh, more incest! 1999. Now, would I... It's an hour and 42 minutes long. Listen. Yeah, that's the same face I had, too. Now, the problem with this, there's a lot of flashbacks, dream sequences. Also... The second movie, you know, they because they're in New Orleans, they show you they're in New Orleans often. It is the radio host, Mardi Gras, all this stuff, all these breaks. People fucking on the balcony. Literally. And I'm like, I kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. But when we get to this one and they're always talking about uh, Dia de los Muertos or Los Muertos. Mm -hmm. I I have to to look it up. Dia de los Muertos? Yes. Mm -hmm. But that's what... It's in Los Angeles, so they're leaning into like Latin, Latinx culture and stuff like that. Oh, we're about to do this. Cool. Bam. We're about to do this. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like they had her centered around their, co- like, I want, I wanted more of them like talking about it versus them explaining it to her. I don't really know. It was still, uh, very, um, white woman centered yeah i just i wanted more of the culture because like in the other day you see flashes of just people doing just hanging out i wanted to see more latinx people just chilling they kind of put them in the bar you talk to them a little bit they sell it candy but you don't just see them as much to me in the background the way you did where they literally are flashing the kids beating drums and stuff i wanted to see more of the children doing stuff and hanging out And, but, you know, you know, I also shared that same concern and that was mixed up with my, um, time jump concerns as well. When it hit me like a ton of bricks that I realized that Caroline McKeever is literally Annie's daughter. I was like, bitch, what year does this movie take place in? 2020. Because it is really- That's what it says. And I said 2020 in parentheses. I put LOL question mark. Crying. Um, because I just never realized that. The racism didn't stop because this movie was full of it. Okay, if they used the W word. I oh was my like, god! Ooh. When the when the fucking police officer pull up to the art, motherfucker having a that cop dialogue, was so mad. He was like, "Me well." I was like, "Bitch, get the fuck out of here!" The cop was gross. He was given typical cop behavior, but he was also super gross because he was in love with Caroline and he was mad that Caroline was indulging with non-white people. And I was just like, "Wow." Okay, he could not wait to let the racist words and slurs fly. He could not wait. Like, he was sitting up here trying to, like, oh, I don't think she the murderer, but also, goddamn, she's at these kids and these fucking people, these brown people, are sitting here putting her in these shaky situations. And eventually, he's just, like, disrespecting her. He slaps her in the face at the end of the movie when he, you know, realizes... He doesn't realize exactly what's going on, but he knows, like, you know, okay, she might be involved in some mm-hmm. wild shit to the point that he essentially like, and I'm the sugar man, so... I will say, because I'm not even going to go through and just like, this is what happened in this movie, y'all, because I'm here to let you know it's an hour and 40-something of your minutes that maybe if you want to check out, go ahead and do it. But it's okay. I've seen worse sequels. Let me tell you. It's okay. We came off of Hellraiser. (sighs) Oh, Okay? Well, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie at 8%. Pinch. I don't think nah, it's not that's that bad. disrespectful. That was, that was, remember how, we, was it Urban Legends, uh, the, the second movie? It had like a 9% or something. I shit. was like, come on now. That, okay, but no, no that, that screaming scene at definitely a 9%. But it's not the whole thing is 9%. <laughs> come on now. We done seen some movies. There are some movies I've seen that deserve less than a 10%. I truly be trying to figure out how the hell are y'all getting money. To make movies. Because I know that the art and the craft behind making movies is a serious thing. But sometimes, I just, you know, some of these movies we come across. And I'm just like, how the fuck did you even get a budget? Circus well, of the date, I'm looking at you. Please. No. Oh, you know I'm not letting up on these niggas next. And I got more movies under my belt. What's that other Oh, no, there's several movies where I'm like, wow. Y'all really got my, I can't, I probably can it. I'm going for you, nigga. Oh, was it Death Ranch where we had to turn it off? Yeah. I refuse. I'm not doing it. Come on, bro. Like people are really. If you, I don't give a fuck if you. Whatever kind of movie you try to make, I'll keep it. I've seen a couple care. people going up for this, and I was like, let's have a dialogue where you and I discuss things. Where I tell you that you, we no longer speak again. I'm just. Going I'm not to gonna tell you. I'm just like, goddamn. Look at yourself. So, anyways, um, Day of the Dead, Candyman, Three. Damn. That time before Now I don't Now know we gotta shut the fuck up for real. Oh <laughs> shit! We're so fucked, man. I wrote in here: Caroline is the great great granddaughter or great 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 because they kept saying two greats, and I was like, I see it, but the math is not mathing for me. But all right, she's one of the ancestors. Um, of Sugar Man. This is what I wrote in my notes: is she has his art collection. Um, she wants to show him in a different light. She says his name in the mirror at the function, and things go left. And that's how I wrote what happened, because... Exactly what happened. That is literally what happened. She has all of his work, and she's like, you know, you know, the man telling her tea, like, she's the great, 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 great granddaughter of Sugar Man, and this Daniel Robitaus kinfolk, and a white woman appears, and she's like, well, you know, yes, this is actually what's going on here, but also, like, I don't believe in this legend or this light that they've painted my, my ancestor in, You know, I want him to be represented in a different light. This is his work. We should focus on him as an artist, not all these rumors that go along with him. Now, I will say I do like that spin where it's like, let's not focus on all this bad shit y'all got going on with this man. Like, clearly he's been dragged through the mud, you know, da-da-da-da. Let's do right by him. But then how fast all that shit goes out the window in the end Well, she's like... Fuck it. He do be doing this shit. Fuck that man. We got to get him up out of here. And I'm just like, girl, you let the racism take over. But also, girl, first he of trying all. trying to kill you too, so I don't First of all, you, this, your family did this. So let's start here. <sighs> your grandpappy and them did this. You shouldn't have called him. You sh- And you called him. And you knew. You knew. You should have just said, you know what, bro? No. Why did... Th- it, it, Your whole family has perished because they keep calling him. Calling me, calling me, calling me. Hey, Lil Zane. They cannot stop calling his name. And he's like, girl, yeah, y'all gonna keep calling me. I'm gonna keep showing up. I'm getting more victims. I'm getting more powerful. Like, hey, Lil Zane. Zane that's say my name. You. Mm. you know what? I just feel like, I just feel as though it is it's like when we talk about Fear street where people know something's a bad idea and they do it anyway mm-hmm. that's the problem i have with fucking caroline oh i know that saying his name is bad and i believe in him but the dude was like yeah you just say it anyway miguel just say the shit she's like all right girl fuck you in front of the whole group i own uh, this art i want to walk smooth out this bitch and then when he came outside i was like, bitch i'm pulling the art because i told your motherfucking ass don't turn it into this you done hired a fake fake c-man Okay. You know what I'm okay.
1: You the hire to a fake Tony
0: her. Yes, to come in here and be ugly. At like the event. Mm-hmm. We're not friends. I'm never talking to you again. Y'all know how I feel about pranks. Okay. Well, I will say who's the young man that was in there that was the uh the hire for the prank. What's his name? Tino? Tino was the, mom, the the dude. Oh, let me scroll back up. Or was Miguel. No, Miguel no, was Miguel the art was, uh, the art dealer. Yes, he's the like. Was Hensi Tino the, guy the dude that um his name was David. David David De La Paz. Okay. David De La Paz, thank you, because that's what I was trying to figure out. He played um, old boy in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Old boy that had the leather jacket on that was in the... Batina! and it, Damn. You know, yeah, that was him. That Running was him. barefoot down the street. Yep. yep. When I saw this movie, I saw, oh, okay, he finally gets to, you know, not play someone that he's not. Um, and I, I hate that the 80s did that to people, uh, where they had to pretend to be white people and they were not white. Um mm-hmm. he played an Italian man in that movie, but he's okay, not Italian. Okay. Um, I'ma leave it at that because it's gonna spark a bigger conversation I'd be having with you. But, anyways, <clears throat> shit was crazy. Um, and Caroline, you know, eventually she was like, Fuck this shit. The man, Daniel Robot, got to go because he is on her hotline. He is on the line girl, he keeps messaging her every week. What we have said has really bothered me and my homegirl is that he's still very sensual with Caroline and he recognizes as a character, he verbally says it, that he is her relative, but yet he's real close on her face and, you know, wants her to be his victim. And I'm like, this should have been approached differently. Yeah. You can still be she can still be the victim. But it don't need to go down like this. We keep seeing her mom's bare titties like getting slashed up. Her neck was thick as a bitch. Oh my god, She came back. I was like, God damn, that prosthetic is huge. And you know, Daniel Robotall keeps standing behind this woman as her bare breasts are shown and he's constantly slicing her throat as like a like a throwback, like a taunt situation for Caroline. And I'm just like I get that he killed this woman in the bathtub, but also like, why are you so close to your relatives like this? Like, what, what's going on? I don't, I don't like that. You're Did so anyone close. else think about this? They, I, I don't know. Maybe they thought about it enough not to put it on the big screen. Okay, okay. but it's also kind of like you know with Clueless, how you know she. Oh God. Yep. Or no, you know you find out that people like in Cruel Intentions when they uh-huh. start. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time I say something, so I'm just like, I mean, because I, exactly, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. They do these things, about. and these things tend to happen, and we tend to, you know, gloss over it like, oh, so he recognizes he's related to these people, but we're still going to show them in a sexualized way. Why is that? Are the wine scenes in charge of this? What did I miss? I don't know who's in charge of this Um, overall, What was the reason? But What? What was it? Because- Well, I know the director directed Leprechaun, too, so that's all I got that's all i got so who wrote this shit um because i just it t- <laughs> um it takes on some incestuous shit it also takes on picture dorian gray because of course we have the person who color who's fucking magical stop making brown people magical all the time it's the grandma print pray- somebody praying grandma somebody praying pray. abuelita okay mm-hmm. they all here they uh Pretty much, you know, she says, look, man, you can't escape evil. You gotta destroy the good part of it, man, man with the pain. Fuck him up. Like I said, Dorian Gray. You mm-hmm. about to slice these pictures up. He about to get sliced up. Boom, boom, boom. But also, she was having trouble, like, trying to destroy him because she's being tailed by Kraft, who is the fucking uh, detective who thinks that she is murdering people all of a sudden. mm mm-hmm. um, Which is annoying. Like, girl... How am I gutting people with the hook? Do you see me? Not until the end. Because when that hook shows up, because the people who are at the, the what is that, the, the, the event, the, what is that, the art gallery situation, we find out they're a bunch of, like, super weirdos, and they're actually in, like, a cult-like situation that worships Sugar Man now, mm. and they be trying to bring people, you know, to bring his ass back. So they're, they're s- like, come on, call him, girl, yeah. call him. And they stole the pictures. And I'm just like y'all have y'all got to work this out y'all gotta get this together no, and he slaughters them yeah. all up and she gets that hook and I kept yelling at the TV why would you pick up the hook like I know this is symbolism and it's kind of like you're like okay so everyone just got killed with this weapon and they already think you did it why are you putting your prints on the weapon what's going on because your prints are on the murder weapon you can't okay you know I just. I'm thinking that far. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it was lazy writing. So what's going on? Like, what's going on? I do like that she, her way of trying to break the curse was, um, you know, change the narrative. If nobody believes that this was Sugar Man, there's no reason to gas his ass up to give him more power to come back. So she yeah. switched the narrative and said, "Oh well, it's Clark because Clark said he was Sugar Man. He Listen. literally, he literally said it out loud. So destroy clearly. the myth, as they said, as her yep. mother said, destroy the myth." But yeah, it goes down in flames, and then she pretty much lives a happy life with that she's a stepmom now, pretty much having a picnic. Yep, um, it's fine. It's cool. It's not horrible. There's a lot of dreamlike sequences that kind of confuse you because you're like, is this person still asleep? Like in the end, with her. I guess laying on the ground, was she asleep? And then you wake up and she's in the graveyard and eating, having a picnic by yeah. her mom's grave with her new uh, Bowdoin's family. And I'm like, this is so nice. Like, can Tony Talk about back kill all y'all again? Yeah. All I right. Just... Whoa. Well, listen. Now we move on to 2021. All right. Directed by Nia Casa. DeCosta. Nia Casas candy person. Okay, so IMDB gave this movie, or the folks on IMDB gave this movie a 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomato gave this an 84%. I do not go up for this movie like people went up. I've only seen it once. I know. I know. But I do not dislike the movie. Um, I'm still very much kind of in the middle. So I'm gonna say I'm at like a 7. Um... It's definitely not the worst thing I ever saw. Um, I had a lot of questions when I left. Uh, A lot of my questions were like, all right, involving the university it took place in. um, I promise you I was not sitting watching the movie trying to pick it apart the whole time. I was really just like bobbing my head like Jay-Z trying to get into it. Like, all right, girl. Okay, I see this is the direction y'all are going. Um, But I still had questions. Yes. And um, so you're closer to like Metacritic had 72%. Because, you know, sometimes I just see whatever's up there, who got to the day, because sometimes Mm -hmm. the movies don't even be up there. Um, I fall, I feel like I fall closer to Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think it's an 84. I think it's like an 80 solid. Um, It's pretty good. It's visually pleasing. I like the kills. I like the expansion of the universe. There's some things that could have been tweaked or removed, because I feel like the movie was trying to do a whole lot in a very like, sleek runtime, Yeah. So it's like, they're throwing a lot at you, especially because they throw a lot at you toward, in that third fucking act. Oh, and I'm like, you are throwing all the spaghetti noodles at me, and I'm the wall, like, ah, the spaghetti noodles. And I'm being attacked by fucking spaghetti noodles. If that was the case, the movie should have been longer. I think, it maybe it could have been longer, and they could have... We need to see the director's cut. Yeah, or really fleshed out, like, one of those one of those routes. Because it's a lot of paths. It's like, say it's a road, it's a paved road, right? Yeah. Then we take, the roads go into paths, and they paved, but they ain't got no lines. But then some of the paths turn into, like, dirt roads or dead ends. And I'm like, hmm... Would've liked to see this flashed out, flushed out, or this. So, or the, there are roads that go into cloudy areas, like fog or something. Yeah, you need some of the fog cleared to up. A Tana the Reeve story. So, hello, the fog. It's that's coming how I'm feeling. It's From fog the at the end of the road. It's coming up when you coming down that road. Scary. I'm scared. Hell no, nah, bro. Mm. If None y'all of all have sc- not. Please read. Please read. Time to do stories, and that's all I got. So go summers. Sh- that's nah, bro. Check that out. Um. No, I, I'm Ice definitely... No lakes, bitch. Especially now in the summertime. Um, so, I agree with you. Um, some of the things that I think that I would like to see, when they introduce the idea, like, so it was introduced before, but we go back to this idea of there are multiple people, or multi, multiple sea men, mm-hmm. men with asterisks next to it, that exist in the universe. Because we're not immediately thrown into the story of Daniel Robitaille. We actually don't touch on that until the, literally literally the last five to ten minutes when you hear i am the writer on the wall and me shaking in my boots oh shit he's here and the movie is over and you show his face briefly and i'm okay so because i avoided (laughs) so many i avoided all of the articles i avoided (sighs) everything i literally muted the word and the thing is, I didn't even know Tony Todd was gonna show up. So I was like, oh, look, it's a treat. <laughs> You're like, bitch, what the fuck? Y'all gonna give me, okay. y'all gonna bring my friend in here and you not gonna give me like a real taste? Okay, so this is what I was thinking, right? Because I know we didn't get into the overview part of the story, and super spoilers on this because it's a relatively new movie. It was supposed yeah. to come out 2020, It was pushed back to 2021 due to the panty beating everyone's ass. Um, so if you have not seen this movie yet, and you have not, you know, still want to check that out, and you don't want to hear our thoughts, this is your time right now to crank the pause button. Yeah. Um. So. I wanted to know more about the other Sugar Man that were briefly, like, mentioned. You don't really know their names, mm-hmm. but you know that there are other people that essentially are all working in this same hive-type hive, um, situation where I'm going to go with the assumption that Daniel robotall is, like, the queen bee or one of the top, like, worker bees in the hive. Um, well, like, what, I thought it was the first Jane. I mean, into this narrative, I feel like he's the first. Like, what we yeah, say, but never, also, yeah. like, I mean... It, based off of the the universe of what we know about it, he probably isn't the first. He's probably the first that we know about, but, you know, how many black people were killed by the hands? Right, okay, in that nature. So, le- like, let's just, so... Endless. Yeah, that's what's like, I mean, he's the first to us, but is he really the first? We also know that this is a... The, the narration behind this lore is not the most reliable. So, okay. that's what I'm just saying. Like, not necessarily for Nia or who, you know, I know Jordan Peele had his hands in writing this as well, but the folks who worked on this, just for the overall lore, it's not consistent. Like, yeah. we just talked about that. So, I would like to see that fleshed out more. Um, I was a little confused at one point um, around Anthony's transformation into being ultimately a Sugar Man. I would have also liked to learn... I know the story wasn't initially about her, but I wanted to know more about Brianna and her brother's situation, which more so we realized that Brianna's dad committed suicide Mm -hmm. when they were young um, and how much that traumatized her and her life for her seeing it. Like, that scene itself was scary. Like, do you want to see me do something? And then he just literally just... Bruh. Holy shit. I that it can fly. No, you can't. And he just boom go right out the window. And I was like, oh shit. Like that fucked me up. And to see how she ultimately is now playing into this universe in the end. Um and how things kinda turn out with her. Like, like you said, there were a lot of oh, we started off on this road. Oh. The world's gone. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like trees now. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's why it was a seven for me. I do understand that it opens up essentially the gates for more talks, more conversation. I love a dialogue more room to add more to the universe. Um, but I um, I think the story that we got involving Anthony, I'm like, yes, okay, we can finally see what happened to that baby that was supposed to be, you know, that was marked yeah. by Sugar Man himself and how that fucking played out. But I didn't expect his life to take the turns that it took um, to get there. Um, I knew eventually he would succumb and would be a victim um, or be the next Sugar Man, or one of the next Sugar Men, mm-hmm. uh, or Sugar People. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I thought it would look it would look a little different. Um, I didn't know what it would look like, but I didn't expect it to look the way it did. Um, and as we already know, I actually what I want to know what's good with Helen. I know as much. as I'm tired of the girl, Helen. Helen. It's just something about my bitch Helen coming back and murking people. Like, can she go out and start just killing white people for no reason now? Can she kill, like, everybody else that was hating on her? Like, the descendants of the people that was hating on her at the, at the workplace? Like, can she go kill that girl? Is she alive that was sleeping with Trevor since we know Trevor gone? Did Trevor become a centibite? What's going on? Wait also, a minute. You are making H- up movies. Helen was looking like a centibite, too. Well, with that ball cap. Hmm. Mm. Well we're following that baby Anthony who does not know that he grew up here. He don't know where he, because it, it, listen now, if I was his mama, yes, I would have moved him the fuck out of that. town. I would have like, yeah, we're going, we're moving to the other side of town. but he don't know where he come from. None of that. So when he's hearing like the, she removed him from this, he's an artist. Now he's living in these gentrified apartments with his girlfriend, Rihanna, who is clearly the brand winner. They make it like a thing. Like you can see them. Uh, or see that she is the one paying the bills mm-hmm. and she's the art dealer he's the artist and you know he feels a way about that so that's like some tension between them but also him trying to unravel like oh you said mom why do not you tell me about this now I had to go on this little wild goose chase about to figure out who I am and now it's affecting me slowly cause everybody's yeah. like what happened to your hand but they don't really acknowledge you in the way it should cause that, that thing looked like they should have cut it off and nobody Well, said. from a beast thing. And I I see, okay, this is another one of things. Where I see where you were trying to go with this, right? Like, he's on this journey of just trying to figure out after they introduce the Lord to him, they tell the story, they talk about gentrification and all that jazz, which is a theme, especially in the first movie. It's not really talked about in movie two and three, but it's brought back up in this movie, especially with, you know... The girl Brianna living in a <laughs> gentrified fucking condo apartment situation. And her brother, what's his name? Um, Troy. Yes. And Troy, was he was uh, played by Nathan Stewart. Uh, what was that? Jared. Jared, thank yeah. you. And he was on the Misfits. Love that show. Um, That's where I'm Misfits. Mm-hmm. Um, UK Misfits, not. Yeah. Just just want to. I didn't see the American Misfits. You don't need to. So, um yes. But... When he's coming in, he he drags her for, you know, partaking in the same bullshit that she's, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, want to be anti about. Like I said, I want to know more about their story. I, the horror in that alone, and now she's a sugar man? Or is on the road to being a sugar man? I don't know, because now I feel like her job is to spread the story. Because the story had died down, everybody forgot about it, they turned down the Jane. It's a story, but nobody's really saying the name. Okay, and then my dog, <laughs> dog played by, um, what's his name? Coleman Domingo or Col Domingo? It's Coleman Domingo. Oh, who played William? Yes, William. William was basically no. waiting all his life in that project. He was the only one living there. He had literally had tubs of gasoline waiting for a fucking match okay so he could light this bitch on fire he was like yes i'm about to literally knock all the dominoes down so i can speed up the legend because we need this legend and i'm like this went zero to a hundred real quick now i did he was kind of weird because he was offering a lot of information up front and then he just he was just you know Mm -hmm. where you why are you so into this and why are you still here red flag I don't really know. Brady Green not even with the people no more and he's still here. He's the only I didn't see anyone else there but him. Listen, and I don't he, know if that's on purpose or not. I don't know if he I don't know. He's just hanging around and also he knows a little bit too much about all of these things that have happened and then of course he feels guilty or is a first you know, first witness to it he straight up seen. The current, you know, Sugar Man that is walking around through this movie. Yeah. Sherman. Poor He's Sherman. like, I, you know, and Sherman's just really a man with a hook and he was giving out candy, but then, you know, a white girl ate some candy with race blades in it or something and they blamed, they said it was Sherman. And then Sherman didn't even do that. Also, I was like, And the police killed him. Yes. Off rip, like straight up, just rain bullets. Like, I was like, wow, that is. Okay. On par for police activity. Well, well, well. I'll wait for someone to prove me wrong. And in this movie you only see Sherman in reflections and mirrors, which I kinda like. Yeah. I like that. I like his coat too. The the use of color. Um, like you said, this movie was vis- uh visually pleasing. It was. It really was. Especially like the uh the way that the cameras kinda pan from people going from like room to room or all the mm-hmm. other things and how the the, the killings kind of seem real artsy fartsy type, just like how the movie was set up. Um, I also thought that the kills were a jock creative. Like, I liked them. I was entertained. I thought there was a lot of blood, guts, and ass. They definitely did not um, skimp on the blood usage. So mm-hmm. I was really excited about that. Um, but I would like to see more. Like, if somebody came back and said, okay, we're going to do this again, I'd be like, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm pulling up off the strength that it is someone with a hook. May or maybe, maybe not Tony Todd. But someone with a hook is carrying on this legend. I want to see it. Just like Hellraiser. Panhand could show up in any movie. It could be 15 years from now, bro. I'm going to watch it. I don't care how terrible it is. I'm going to put it on. Just like my man Freddie, Just like my man Jason. Just like my man Mike. Any of the movie girl, they hate that new Michael movie. God, they were like, God damn it, this movie is so fucking stupid. And the way he hit that corner is the way he's gonna come into your life aggressively. Get into it with another movie in Toby Bitch. I'm going to watch Evil Dies Tonight! <laughs> that bitch with the iron. Shout out to Sheree. If y'all don't listen to Nightmare on Fear Street. Uh, Please do shout out to Sheree and Tramp. Yes, and Sheree straight up had the iron. It was like evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Look so determined. And I was like, Lady, I Oh, I laughed out loud. That was a good one. It was, was, it was. But that evil dies tonight shit. That whole shit was chaotic, just like this movie. It was chaotic. I did like, like I said, I was upset. I did okay. So, as for the reveal of Mr. Toddsworth, I know his last name's not Toddsworth, and I'm not disrespecting Mr. Tony Todd. I just really like saying (laughs) Toddsworth. But the reveal of Tony Todd, the Tony Todd comprised at the end of this movie. Mm -hmm. I did not see the picture. I did read at some point that he might be in the movie, but you know, I like Mm -hmm. to steer clear of all like, you know, spoilers and all that jazz. So, when I heard that the beak changed, do, 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 do. The little piano started coming. I mm-hmm. said, so, oh, oh, that was literally me yelling out loud. at partners it's like, Kathleen, please. <laughs> me, oh, oh, where is he? And then they show his ass. I'm like, y'all about to get fucked up today. And nothing happens. I know it wasn't about him. And I know we were focused on Anthony and his evolution. To becoming a sugar man, I know we were focused on fleshing out the story of Sherman. I know that this story was not focused on Daniel Robitaille. I know we've got plenty of stories on Daniel. I know this. I don't give a fuck what y'all talk about. Come on, Tony! Like that's me at the TV. Like I just—you already got the outfit on. You might as well get to work. You are. What you dressed up in for what? Girl, I see you with your jacket on like you always do. Give them the lines. Hand them the lines, please. please. Line. That's how I felt. I am sick of your shit. I know you and are. put me in the writers' room. I got questions. And it's all—all all you see is cat handing a bunch of scripts to Tony Todd. Directly. I made some edits. Here's some lines. And it's just pages of dialogue. Just like this motherfucker got six monologues. God damn. <laughs> Get close let's face I have the right on the wall. Oh Lord! <laughs> so Everything crying. else is black. It's just Tony Todd talking. Ooh, do you see me crying like this is some amazing shit? Me sitting, sitting in the theater with my hands interlaced, staring aggressively at Kate. It spoken words. And I'm pissed. That's you know, a I, true horror right there. <laughs> you know, I hate smoking words. smoking words so word. led by Daniel Robota. I'd be screaming it I'd be like, oh my God you know what? Actually, I'm a little entertained by that. Just the thought of, like, going into a busboy and poets. And, you know, it's real gentrified in there sometimes. So, Daniel Robitaugh pull up and just start slashing niggas up. I'm entertained. You were sick of my shit. And I am truly just sitting here weak like, yep. I am entertained. Who? I'm writing on the wall. And I'm coming to get all you hoes. Well, you know. Piano beat. No, Phil Glass. No, he was on one. He was in his motherfucking bag, bro. In his bag. What did we learn today? Um, Daniel Robitaal's story is a sad, tragic story um, which shows the injustice uh, that, you know, white supremacy has put on our community um and i love that this story is being told i do not necessarily like the lens of the viewpoint as the, of how the story's being told like it's through number one a love story because you know we don't love for OG? forced love yeah og but all the in general yeah. not necessarily new one as a new one i do like how that one went on like there was a love story but it wasn't so focused on it. like their their relationship is actually failing because she's failing to understand what's actually going on with Anthony. And when she does, you know, she's trying to, she's trying to save him. She's trying to save her man because she knows something else is going on. But also, you know, unveiling it. Some bullshit happened at the same time while dealing with her own personal demons mm-hmm. um, regarding the passing of her father. That's a new movie. Um, but in terms of the old movie and, like, comparison, I do like that it went a different direction. I do like that we see a different viewpoint. Uh, I don't like how everyone has somehow erased that Nia DaCosta has directed this movie and it's Jordan Peele's movie. And I'm like, I I know what y'all doing, but also stop what the fuck you're doing right now. I don't know that woman personally, but the erasure, it stinks. It does. Truly. It just, it stinks, bro. Like, y'all don't do that for other people. You don't. I've watched... Somebody else direct the movie, they direct the movie, it's their movie. You don't say nothing else about who the fuck produced it but half the time. Okay, now sometimes they might jump in, but the way, even in movie articles, bro, you ain't even seen the motherfucking movie yet. You're it's Jordan Peele the- movie. No, it's- the fuck it isn't. He had the constant-, <laughs> constant director this one. Like, yes, he worked on it. Yeah, okay? he got some prints and on it. it- yes, this Monkey Paul, you know, it came out their house, but come Just on. respect on her name, bro. Listen. It's not cute. Like, well, there's a lot of movies where, you know, someone, like, we just talked, we literally just talked about Hellraiser. I can't tell you half of the niggas that directed Hellraiser, but you're not gonna see me saying every two seconds, you know, Clyde Barker was working on these films. Clyde Barker was probably asleep. <laughs> it was, okay and it just says you know a story is written by or executive or producer, you know sh- thank you shit like that you don't see people like you know and that's just the direct example we're using right now but there are plenty of others we could pull from i don't feel like pulling to the back of my brain but i got time so if you want to make time come and find me because i will but y'all know what we talking about i literally watched three different reviews just for shits and giggles on the YouTube machine today, and people barely mentioned her name, if they mentioned it at all. It was just all like, oh, it's Jordan Peele's movie. And I'm like, bruh, yes, but no. Respect her. Like, y'all didn't, like, ugh, you mm. do better. It fucking stinks in her mouth. Yes. Um, and the reviews for this when it first came out were in the tank. Mm. Bitches was hating. It's a welcome movie. First of all, the whole series has to do with fucking racism. Also, we cannot talk about classism and poverty and shit without talking about race, okay? Because it applies. I don't know what bubble. I do know what bubble you Maybe. live in. I know what bubble some listeners, you know, shout no, not shout out to you if you think it like this it was like it was woke. Some shit was on the nose, yes, but this whole series. Was involved racism in the police in and stuff we just talked about and day to day where well, the police just pulled up because the man was Latinx and talk about something. we about to shake your shit up Miguel like the point? fucking hating and shit the cops been hating the police been hating okay mm-hmm. they was they've been fucking up they've been doing this this is not new to this movie also of a larger discussion of people who throughout times who have slid into these quote unquote roles of power. Like the Klan becoming the police, the Klan, you know, becoming, mm-hmm. you know, y'all, y'all know where it's going. So I and they like, are the police. God damn, this conversation again. Yes, because it's relevant for life. It's relevant directly to the story. It applies, okay. If people are talking about gentrification, it applies. If people are talking about racism, it applies. Okay, or about slavery. It applies. Segregation. It applies. I'm um, not allowing interracial couples to be. Like, it applies. Nice. <laughs> or the larger conversation that we're talking about, how you visually see in movies the depiction of black men with white women. Like, w- what that looks like in society. Listen. And people's thoughts around that. Like, it applies. So maybe, you know, stop going. I don't want to see this conversation. White savior tropes. Yes. I want you to examine why you don't want to hear this anymore versus white, because it's still a problem. So what... <laughs> and also... I'm going to turn my ears off. And also, I'm, I'm really sick of... All social commentary, for the movie to be good, all the social commentary has to be subtle. I feel like there's a difference between on the nose and being straightforward. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just saying shit straightforward, and people are like, this is on you could have, what else would they go, they didn't have to say nothing else. We don't need to mask it as something else. Why do they need to beat around the bush? Why can't we just say it? Because people go close their eardrums, they was going to do it anyway. Or that if they was subtle, they could pretend it's not what it is. That still doesn't make it go away. Yeah, it doesn't. it doesn't disappear because people stop talking about it. That's not how that works. Just like Sugar Man. Yes. And so if you want people to stop talking about this stuff, then maybe you should know invest, you know, being a true ally and helping with some of the goddamn problems. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just going, yeah, I don't want y'all to talk about it. Cause I thing, don't want to talk about critical race theory. Girl, they, don't even, they can't even define them. motherfucker. I don't even know what that is, but I don't like it. I don't like it. Anything to hold white people right accountable it. for what they fucking did in the past. Because no, everyone wants to look the fucking other way. I am literally yelling at, I'm so upset that Candyman is killing all these people. I'm going to take Candyman out because I'm tired of you. And you're taking them out because he's taking your family out because of racism. So you mad he fighting your ass because of racism and you bother. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if y'all would stop saying yeah. his fucking name, he wouldn't come. Did I say his name again? You said it twice, bitch. You gotta- oh, this cause this podcast is over. Gotta All right. Straight, we got to say straight up because we might die. This podcast is over, everybody. So this is how we felt <laughs> how about <in> the movies. <laughs> Let us say your thoughts uh pull up to us if we're not dead at grltspod at com or at girl that's scary on twitter and instagram we also have a website www.girlthatscary.com. um shout out to you for listening and making it this far shout out to um everybody who's following us and shit if you know what like, shout out to our patreon family yes pull up to the patreon we be having bonus shit it should drop for this motherfucking week you know we in this thing. We had a hectic we October. Lord. we had a hectic <laughs> October. We're back. Hey, <laughs> looking frazzled. It's like that little breast we- ball with The hair all over the head. That's a four weeks I'm here we- work. I got a I'm cup. Back. I got a cup of coffee. Um, but yeah, and rate us five stars for so five star chicks. You okay. know you know that it helps you know other people see the podcast and, and y'all know how that algorithm be going but you know. well, we thank you and we appreciate you for every listen every tweet tell me ma we said what's up it's the holiday season who making a potato salad hey and we need to know all right until next time y'all bye, bye. bye.